Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coleman, sitting once again in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge in the heart of the Clempire with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yeah. Hey, Welcome, Manny. Oh, hey, what's happening? Oh, hanging in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 digging my way out, but oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see, what's up? What what is up with you? Uh, not much. I'm just in the uh, in the busy season. Yeah, the kids know. are back to school. Yeah, they're coming back to school, and uh, and uh, that's about it. I mean, they come back. I deal with them, and then in about three weeks, it'll be all over. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back to uh, back to um, just going through the motions. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I just you know trying to look busy and stuff like that. But I'm very busy right now. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, no, they're they're coming back. You know, the break's almost over, and I'm uh, I'm just hanging. I'm I'm just hanging out. You know, uh, just uh, doing what I do. Um, and uh, and I'm, I've noticed that lately, uh, you know, we just sworn in. Our, the new governor just got sworn in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, his name is Landry. And I I heard something this morning that he's trying to. Uh, it's never happened before in this state, but he's trying to make his wife the first lady. You know, the first lady of Louisiana, uh-huh. which will have some kind of political power. Oh, yeah. Huh. He's trying to do this because uh, his whole cabinet is full of men, but he does have his wife. Oh, so that's how he's going to round out the cabinet? Yes, he has his <laughs> okay. wife. Very now, progressive. Apparently, he's trying to pass this thing, and it, it, it might pass where his wife basically will just be another yay you know, vote for them. For his party, make make the first lady's position a cabinet post, something like that. Do yeah, they even I, have a cabinet in in Louisiana? Uh, uh, you know, executive branch. I, I, I a he's cabinet, just trying to put her on the on the payroll. I guess so. He's we don't just have any to get her paid. Don't have any nepotism laws here. Huh? I don't know. I don't even know what she looks like. I've never seen a picture of her. Yeah, I, I saw a picture, but I couldn't couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Well, I did well, read to, I did read today that you know he, uh, Jeff Landry comes from humble background, and uh, you know I guess uh, it, was, it was like a law enforcement officer. He was working in the in the in the rice fields at one time, but uh, his big break was he married into one of the richest families in the uh, New oh, Iberia oh, Parish. So, that's, so uh, that, I guess he owes her a favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he owes payback her a favor. time. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, humbled background. I come from a crumbled background. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, stumbled background. Yeah, stumbled, crumbled background. I couldn't even. My parents, man, I'll tell you, they were something, all right. They yeah. were something else. Uh, I don't. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, uh, he got sworn in, and uh, uh, and you know, he's apparently thinking of uh, making uh, Orleans Parish a police state. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, they know. already have they 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 reintroduced the state troopers here, which well Mardi Gras here, right, so right, they have right. To do that anyway, and yeah. you know we, we we don't have enough uh, police officers, so at some point the uh, the the situation can get dangerous enough to where people welcome the uh, the troops coming in, right. you know, just Especially just to bring tourists. order. Yeah, the tourists. Well, you know, yeah. speaking of that, I wasn't going to bring this up right off the top of the show, but I saw just before I left my house where a tourist from somewhere else, business owner from oh, Washington, up, uh, Washington, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, to, uh, yeah, the guy was like a block off Esplanade on Bourbon Street, just a block into the Marigny, you know, the 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 other yeah, side. Yeah, a couple days ago. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy was murdered, like you know, one a.m. at night, just walking, just he's just down here. Uh, I don't know, man, you know, it's 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 yeah. not good, man. It's not good, not good, not good PR. But we're number one still well, in murder, I think. Well, no, we're not, we're not. No? But maybe with that kind of action, starting uh, the, you know, we're starting off uh, the year with a bang, so to speak. Good. Uh, yeah, let's start off the year. In fact, after the show tonight, let's go cruise around and, and uh, see. do a drive-by. Yeah, do some drive-bys hmm. or something. Keep uh, those numbers going. Get in on the act. Yeah, okay. We got to. We'll, we'll see. We'll we see owe how it <laughs> stay number one. Let's bring back '94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our that was that was our peak. Yeah, ninety four. I was uh, lying on some couch in some woman's house, uh, waiting for the man to come over. Yeah, that's, yeah. You you weren't quite here yet. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't here yet. Um, well, you know, I saw uh, Jeff Landry has a, a a Republican supermajority in the Louisiana legislature. Oh. You know, not that he was not that they were going to have to. Uh, yeah, uh, override much, yeah. any vetoes on his right. part, but man, people, get ready, yeah, look out. The, yeah. the you know they this all these things are lined up. They have a whole agenda that uh, who knows how uh, how wacky this thing is going to be. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I hope maybe John Bell decides to run again in four years. We'll see. I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess he could. That's right. He can yeah, yeah. Run again. He's got to take a yeah, take a little sabbatical. Take a yeah, yeah. But you know, he's a, a church-going family man. He might just want to stay at home and and uh, a man of God, as a they man say. Man of God, just like Bobby Jindal was a man of God. <laughs> sure. You know, a man of dog, I think he oh. was. I don't know. Remember Bobby Jindal? He was a good guy. I guess. Well, I don't know. kind of, kind of. Bankrupted the state. Yeah, did it a was lot of, darker you know, than Obama, man. He tried to run for president. Jeez. Oh man, yeah. yeah. He, he had that uh, that uh, Alfred E. Newman kind of vibe to him, you know, the what me worry. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't going to play on the on the uh, on the on the, the I'll national. I'll never forget uh, when <clears throat> he announced that he was going to run for president. It was the weirdest thing. He was like in his backyard patio, and he had his wife and his kids. And they had this camera that was like way high above them. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. But no. I, but I it was this really it. weird high camera. And I think he was trying to say, you know, that God is looking down on us kids huh. right now. This is, you know, this is something I have to do to save our country. And I think, I think maybe his advisor said, well, let's get a high camera angle. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we're looking down on you because you're the one who's going to save uh, us, Bobby. It looked like surveillance yeah, footage. Well, it, it basically <laughs> just looked like surveillance footage. But I don't know. You know, I guess that advisor got fired. I, I have uh, no idea. Yeah. But yeah, who, who knows? Where is he now? I, mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
No, I have no idea. Yeah, he's working at some. Uh, I, I would. I would assume he's working at some uh, lobbying uh, firm. You know, or Outback Steakhouse. Could be. Could it be. Could be an could Outback be a, Steakhouse. Assistant manager at the where Outback. you can get the surf and turf for nineteen dollars right now. Do you know that? <laughs> nineteen dollars at Outback. You know. It's a good deal if you like that. My wife's allergic to lobster, so she couldn't get it. uh, I could get it. But uh, I think there's better places than Outback, don't you think? Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes out on the road, a band out on the road, that might actually be like... Yeah, just, I understand right. that. Yeah, you know, yeah. every time I've done a road trip with family or friends and they say we're hungry and they want to pull over at the first place, I've always said, we can do better than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. You well, know, you sure. Don't, you don't want to go to Hardee's or... Yeah. You know, That's yeah. what they said about you, though. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's, my wife said that. My children have said that. My family have said that. My friends have said that. You know, uh, they can do better than me. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, it's all fun and games right now. Uh, I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. I don't really have any notes this week because I've been so busy. Sure. Well, that's you know, good. That's yeah, good. I, I, don't, I, have I, notes. I haven't been so busy, so I don't have a ton of notes. But I did. Uh, I did. You know, as I said last week, I was going to. I went to the. Uh, the staff physician, Troubleman Podcast right. staff physician. So today I went to uh, to uh, get my blood test done. Oh, so, it's uh, all about the blood work. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They can so figure I'm, everything out about so, the blood work. So, so I'm thinking positive and hopefully testing negative, as well, I recently yeah. heard someone say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see if you'll uh, be here next week or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I'll let y'all know yeah. next week. So we had King's Day uh, last week. Uh, what is that? 12th King's? night. Oh, 12th well, So night. now you can officially eat king cake. Yeah. They had the first parades, the Joan of Arc parade, uh, some others. Yeah. Go to any parades, Manny? No. <laughs> not so far. No. I, in fact, I'm thinking of going out of town for Mardi Gras this year. Okay. I, I have no desire to be here whatsoever. And uh, I've been working at my job so long, I've uh, picked up an extra week of vacation. Oh, huh, okay. So I I'm, uh, I'm, might just take that whole week and go, just go, I don't know, go to Houston. <laughs> somewhere, okay. Atlanta. All right, well. You just drive somewhere just to get out. I do have a lot of uh, good museums in Houston, I'd say. Oh, really? Good restaurants there, too, actually. Really? I don't yeah. really care for Houston. Yeah, it's it's a sprawling city. There's a it's, lot I don't like about it, but there are certain sections, and like I said, there are certain features of it that are, are very cool. Yeah, why don't they call it Houston, like they call it in New York, uh, Houston? You know, I don't know. Potato, potato. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I, I did notice uh, one thing I noticed this last Saturday, that there was a Powerball winner hmm. in the state of Michigan, and the Powerball was worth $842 million. Oh, Dang. man. Million dollars. That's a lot of money, <laughs> it's man. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. Um, but, but they have this thing when you win the Powerball, if it's $842 million, you can take the what they call the the lump sum, right? Mm-hmm. And this lump sum was four hundred and seventy-five million. So what I want to know: what happens to that other three hundred fifty million that mm. was part of the eight hundred forty-two million? What happens to that money? Well, you see, they they don't actually have all that money. I don't think, or if if they do, then the state just keeps it. But uh, oh, here he is. All right. 
Who? Our, our patron, Dave Clemens, oh, walking in. God. Hey, listen, I'm wearing a different jacket. Is that all right with you? You fucking <laughs> cocksucker, man. Jesus Christ. Last week I was time. here. He was giving me such a hard time about my jacket last week. After the show, they yeah, were saying. I went home and burnt it. Is that ha- are you happy now? You happy now? It, saying it looked yeah. like a like a couch upholstery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it looked like he said something from the airport. It was like, when's the last time you've been in the airport? The 70s? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, exactly. All Do right. me a favor. Go away. <laughs> Jeez. Heartwarming interaction there. Yeah. Um, That's the Clempire right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good guy, Oh, yeah, yeah, He's a good oh, guy. He's our patron. He's yeah. A, he's our inspiration. Yeah. He's our role model. Yeah, he's man, dead I, in two weeks, I, I hope, I, hope I look as good as Dave at his age. God, man. I don't like... Uh, well, he's not possible. I don't look. I don't look as good as Dave now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, yes, this is a, it's a po- podcast. Yeah, it's a po- well, podcasts yes. are radio shows, aren't they? What's your name, sweetheart? Amanda. Where are you from, kid? From here. From New Orleans? You go to school down here? or What, what are you doing in this club right now? <laughs> Got to share the mic with her. Why else would you be at Snake and Jake's? Well, there's a lot of heroin to be dealt here. <laughs> well, no heroin. No? Okay. Not How's yet. Flaca. You like flaca? No. Just, no? Just are you sure? You're a cigarette smoker? Yeah, when I when it smells good. When I drink, I smoke. But yeah. if I don't drink, I don't smoke. Okay, and you're from here? You're yes. from this city? Yeah, I'm from here. Born and raised. Get out while you city. can. All right. <laughs> no, you should always stay here. Oh, okay. There you go. You see? Right. Well, you can join native. us if you want. You can buy us a round of drinks. We're this is a troubled man <laughs> podcast. I was just. Uh, this is Renee Coleman. He's a local musician. Been around forever. Greetings. Uh, uh, well, I, can, I, can, I can't go through what listen, what <laughs> musicians I know, but uh, knows, yeah, uh, I, know, I know I've been here playing music my whole life. Uh, you know, I don't want to play favorites. There's so many great drummers in New Orleans. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to play play this. Uh, What's your this favorite game organ? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. We're, you ever heard uh, of Slappy uh, uh, White? It's too hard to because I'm going to leave people out, so I can't start uh, naming people's names. Our, my our, ex fiance uh, is Joe Ashlar. Oh, he plays great. He does. Oh no, I love Joe. I love Joe. Why is he I'd, next? I'd love to get him on the uh, podcast. We all love Joe. Ashford, do you have a yes. sticker for this young lady? Yes, yes, Give I do have a sticker. Troubled Men podcast yeah, sticker. Yeah, yeah. Whip, whip it, whip it out on her here. There you go. Here, have have two. We just we just re up. My name's Manny Chevrolet. I run for mayor every four years and I lose. Wait, what happened now? My name is Manny Chevrolet and I run for mayor every four years and I lose. And you lose. So okay, far, you should win. Yeah, you, you know, we, we Are you registered to vote? Yes, of course. Right, we'll vote for Manny Chevrolet next year. You know, failure is just a, a preamble for uh, success. So, you know, yeah. you, you got to keep keep exactly. keep plugging away. Well, yeah, all check right. out the show. You'll enjoy it. It's all New Orleans, for the most part. Okay. Well, that was uh, unexpected. You never <laughs> know what's going to go down on the Trouble Man podcast here. So, is Prince Mongo the Manny Chevrolet of Memphis? Um. You know, in a way, yes, 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 yes. yes. Well, okay, he's, he's, the guest is, is interjecting some some deep Memphis lore yes. right off the bat. We oh, like it. We like okay, it. We we'll like introduce it. him because we just okay. wasted time. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, excellent. So it's a no, guest I've, a I've known forever, probably since he, the week he got here in New Orleans. He's a uh, 
a very energetic uh, artist, visual artist, printmaker, photographer. He's a director and owner of the the recently established Nola Nacular Gallery and Studio oh, okay. on Magazine Street. Oh. He's a, a long-standing mastermind of Turducken Productions. He's, <laughs> uh, he's uh, released all kind of indie rock uh, recordings. He's put on over 500 shows. Uh, 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 these uh, indie rock shows going way back to the, uh, the glory days of the Mermaid Lounge. He, he has a new show coming out at his gallery every month. He turns it over that quick. He's always, I, I ran into him at, uh, at a, a, another art show uh, this, this past uh, Saturday night. Anyway, we're going to get into all that and more. But without further ado, the great Mr. Anthony Del Rosario. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks great, for asking. Yes. Great, great to have you, man. <laughs> I've, I've had your name written down in the book Almost from the beginning, believe it oh, or not. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, you say, well, why haven't you ever contacted me? <laughs> because, you know, I, I, it's like I think of the name, I keep it there, mm-hmm. and I know at some point it's going to seem perfect. Right. right. And now is now is the, the time, time yes. baby. <laughs> so uh, I ran into you on Saturday at at the opening of our guest John Langford from the the Mekons mm-hmm. and the Waco Brothers. We had him as a guest during the lockdown, so it was uh, remotely. Yeah, I don't but remember. But he's all, besides being a, a great recording artist, singer, songwriter, he's also a terrific visual artist. Mm-hmm. Had a had a, a collaborative show with uh, was that guy Jim, Jim Sheridan. Sheridan from Hatchprint Hatch Show Prints. In yeah, yeah, amazing. Was there naked women maker. involved? Well, not the part that I was there for. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, but yeah, he does all this iconic uh, uh, constructed uh, you know pieces with uh, their. Anyway, it's hard. What's to describe. his name? Uh, John Langford. Langford. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a great guest. He's a, a guy. Uh, anyway, so I ran into Anthony, and you had a opening that same uh, night. That yes. same mm-hmm. night at your at your uh, Nola Nacular. Yes. Well, so tell us right off the top a little bit about Nola Nacular. Uh, so, first of all, Nacular, a lot of people ask, what, what is Nacular? It's actually short for vernacular. Right. And I got the name from uh, a website in Las Vegas that was doing some of the similar things that I was doing, documenting uh, hand-painted signs around the town, Las Vegas there. So, their website was called Vegas Vernacular. Uh-huh. And I wanted to do something similar here. I want to keep the alliteration, so we're not Nola Macular. All right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Tell us about uh, your, your early years before you got to New Orleans. Um, so it was, I bloomed in Memphis. Okay. So um, you lived no, in... I spr- no, I sprouted in Memphis. Sprouted in Memphis. But I bloomed in New Orleans. Nice. That's what, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Born and raised in Memphis up until I was 21 after graduating uh, college at Christian Brothers University came here. Um, now, Christian Brothers, that's where they make wine, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a Christian Brothers wine company, yeah. And that's where you went to school? Mm-hmm. At the winery, yes. Yeah. And do you like wine? Um, I like the reds, I like the whites, yes. Do you okay. like to pair wines <laughs> with certain foods? I'm not that fancy. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because they know, say red the... wine goes well with red meat. Right. I don't eat pasta. red meat. Yeah. You don't eat red meat? Yeah. I do the fish, so I... Okay. I guess I'll do the white with the fish. Yeah, sure. white yeah. wine with fish. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, now, growing up in Memphis, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've spent a fair amount of time in Memphis myself over right. the years mm-hmm. working and recording. Uh 
they have a, a rich vernacular culture there oh, in Memphis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you always attracted to, to this sort of thing, the the, the quirky side? Uh, you know, we have we've we had like uh, this writer uh, Robert Gordon on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very much a chronicler right, of that right. sort of uh, outsider stuff. Uh, yeah, in Memphis, I was into that, not quite as deep deeply as here. I'm, you know. I was still young, but right, like eyes were open to different things and experiencing weird stuff. Yeah, right. What was the was the Antenna Club still going? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Rebel was the door guy there. Okay. The fake IDs worked right. most of the time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so were you for going to a lot of uh, punk rock shows and indie shows there? At, uh, uh, yeah, probably not until I was about nineteen or so, eighteen, nineteen. Started going out to shows. Saw like Robin Hitchcock, uh, Driving and Crying, Danzig, a bunch of other stuff I can't remember. What yeah. about some of these weirdo... Uh, Tav Falco? Tav Falco, uh, yes. for instance. One of the great shows. Uh, okay. was actually on Robitussin one time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dissociative. <laughs> yeah. And just All staring right. agape at Tav on the stage. Yeah. He has something to behold. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is shocking. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shocking display, for sure, of uh, the whole global... Gestalt that he presents. Mm. Um, well, so tell us about uh, your your family. You had uh, mom and dad living there in in, uh, in Memphis. Yes, um, only child. Uh, my mom oh, okay. grew up outside of Jackson, Tennessee, and uh, outside of a even smaller town outside of Jackson called Lexington, Tennessee. Um, grew up like a little farm. She had one brother. Uh, my dad was born in the Philippines. He got into a little trouble, like when he was 18 or so. Uh, he and some uh, friends knocked over the post office in town. They uh-huh. were like the, they were like the the rich kids had nothing better to do. Uh-huh. That's a federal offense. <laughs> in the Philippines, yeah. I mean, it went on his record. Um, so my grandmother, his mother, told him he got to you know clean up his stuff, and um, so he joined the navy. But in order to do that, he had to use his mother's my grandmother's maiden name. Mm. Right, because so, he was arrested yeah, for a federal yeah. offense. Yeah. <laughs> so Dada Rosario is my gra- grandmother's name. Jesus uh, would have been my last name if he hadn't done oh, all okay. that. Yeah. So well, he joined the Navy. Well, got Del, i got to say, stop yeah. you right there. Okay. Del Rosario is a fantastic yes, name. Uh, and yes. I, I've always <laughs> loved it, and I, I would say uh, the name alone could have gotten you here. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. He knocked off a post office. What did he get? What was the, what was the uh, prize? Just kids. Probably, probably didn't were, get anything. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe whatever cash was in the till. I don't know. Uh, it was after hours. They stole stamps. Yeah, it was after hours. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Forever stamps. <laughs> right. They yeah, stole yeah, forever yeah, those stamps. Things are, those things are those tradable. Are, yeah, they're priceless, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, those forever. Oh, they were Elvis stamps because of <laughs> right. Memphis. Maybe that was <laughs> okay. it. Okay. You know? No, it was in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Oh, in the Philippines, you robbed a post. Anyway, so, we, so, so your dad's on the lamb. He makes it to Memphis. Yeah. Uh, Got stationed via the Navy in Millington. The station, uh, naval station there. Right. Did the minimum two years in the in the navy. Uh, met my mom in the through the international club. Okay. I don't know exactly the details on that. Um, All right. So, so so you have a happy childhood there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You go to uh, elementary school. You go to college. Um, uh, what played a lot of soccer, collect a lot of baseball cards. Yeah. Uh, uh, going to a lot of shows, uh, are already into art and, and, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. Uh, so what do you go to college for? Uh, originally, 
uh, I mean, why? I mean, why would you go? No, yeah. I mean, originally no, engineering. Okay, originally to engineering. avoid the draft. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, went yeah. there to avoid the draft. <laughs> originally engineering, but then I switched to mathematics for some reason. Okay. Um, so and you were that. horrible at both, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I could see just by looking at it, he had no interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> he had yeah, to put something yeah. down. Yeah. Right? He really yeah. just wanted to make punk rock records yeah. and put to on To meet shows. girls basically should have been your major. Yeah. That's always been my major through my, since I was a kid. Oh, it worked, man. And mathematics yeah. will do that yeah. for us. Num- Fuck women. Num- Fuck lots of numbers women. Numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, well, so at some point you, uh, come down to New Orleans to go to graduate school. Now, how, yeah, so what possessed you? For, I mean, I came down Memphis here. is a great town, yeah. but, but what a, a lot of people that I run into in Memphis, it's a landlocked town. I mean, it's on the river, yeah. but it seems like now I love Memphis and I think that it's ready for a, a big resurgence mm. for many reasons. Yeah. Um, I think like the housing stock, you can still get cool uh, wood frame housing in Midtown mm. that's not $400,000, right. you know. But you always get the, the feeling when you meet people there, they look at you like with those hostage eyes, you know, like they, they don't <laughs> want to say out. it out loud, but they're like, take me with you, you know, don't leave me behind. <laughs> so anyway, you escape. Yes. So I came here on a couple of vacations with my parents and uh, something about the city, the humidity, something got its claws into me <laughs> and decided... I wanted to move here and apply to one graduate school, Tulane, got in, jumped on a boat, and uh, rode my way down the river. Wow. Yeah. Figuratively or literally? <laughs> Figuratively. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> getting real hot here. <laughs> I like it, Anthony. Um, so do you immediately start putting on shows here? No, no, no. Um, uh, let's see. After I got here... Um, some neighbors were members of the WTOL radio station. Uh-huh. I was playing some music and they you know, heard it and said, hey, you should join the radio station. And so I guess that first uh, fall that I was here, I joined the, the radio station. Okay. What year was that? Uh, 91. Oh, God, that's a while ago. So yeah. on TOL, Nirvana was being played. But, you know, before it hit commercial. So right. it was very interesting seeing that whole process happen. College radio breaking something yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that uh, that that Nirvana record, the one that exploded with the baby, the album cover had mm-hmm. the baby. And Never the mind. Yeah. Never mind. That kid now is about 30, 35 years old or whatever. And he's trying to sue them, he's right? He's suing yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, he's suing them beca- uh, for like sexual... Uh, Exploitation. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. For having his wiener out. Yeah, yeah he's had yeah. his dick out and he's chasing a dollar bill. <laughs> right. But now, you know, it's like he's suing the uh, Kurt Cobain estate mm. along with Courtney, Courtney, Love, yeah. Courtney Love and all that. Well, how, how do you feel about that? You have a hot take on that, Anthony? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just the lawyers always win, right? Yeah, the lawyers yeah, always win. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I auditioned for that album cover, and yeah. I didn't get the part. <laughs> I auditioned for it. They said I was a little bit too old for the part. <laughs> it would have been a, yeah, yeah, a more interesting cover. Yeah, that. Well, I could been, picture that, yeah. too. Because <laughs> my dick is about as big as that kid's dick. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> 
with a an erection too. Yeah. Well, uh, the the face you would have been making would have been so much funnier. Than well, it would have been funny if the, if the dollar bill hook would have been in my mouth. That would have been funnier. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to our guest. Back to He's our exciting guest, to Anthony us. Del Rosario. Yeah. So so you, so I joined the radio station. Uh huh. I was still in graduate school. Uh, and what, what are you studying in graduate mathematics. school? Mathematics. Okay. I, I didn't pass the written exam to stay in the doctorate program, but they let me stay in one more semester to get the booby prize of a master's, you know, okay. whatever. So at that point, I started hanging out at the radio station more, uh, was friends with the music director, Dave Sanford, uh, became assistant music director. And then after he left, uh, he actually moved to California for... Um, a job in the music industry. Okay. And uh, that often is uh, like a program director for a college. Right. You, you go in. Zone, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's one after another. Where in Los Angeles? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where'd you live in LA? I'm from. Oh no, no, I didn't. No, I, I oh, you didn't. His predecessor. Oh, yeah, okay. Right helped. Fr- I thought yeah. you said you did. No, no. no. All right. So I became music director. Um, so being a music director, talked to like different record labels, and they had bands coming through town. So just that interaction of in relationships that's where i started booking some local shows okay now were you already going to the mermaid or uh at that point the mermaid wasn't wasn't operating yet yet. okay okay so it was like tipitina is still doing cool show sunny was still booking there so doing toolbox sunny schneider Uh Um, won't come on the podcast but uh, (laughs) a a fan (laughs) and i guess helen wolf was open at that point too okay right uh rc bridge lounge is doing some shows Yeah, yeah 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 Some, uh, Did you ever book Waters? the all-girl band Fanny? Remember that band? Fanny. Yeah, no. all-girl band. They're, they're before your time, but we did. At that I did book at that time. We a had band called All-Girl Band. All-Girl Band. Uh, AGB. AGB. Yeah, 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 yeah. AGB. Yeah, shout out to AGB. Yeah. Shout out to That's like Zia the LGBTQ thing. Is that the whole thing? No. Well, Valerie. AGB. LGBTQ. Yeah, we need to get Valerie on the show sometime. Yeah, uh, yeah all girl band. They were a, a groovy thing before your time. That was uh, that was a, that was a cool cool time. Anyway, so you're booking some of those guys at, at yeah. RC Bridge Lounge. I remember seeing uh, uh, Eugene Chadborn yeah, uh, well, mm-hmm. uh, play there at the RC Bridge Lounge. It was uh, we've lost a lot of those weird rooms. Well, we'll get into that. Maybe there yeah. there are some <laughs> new ones cropping up. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you you start putting on shows and you like it. You like yeah, interacting did, with the band. Yeah, I did a few here and there. Um, also, started doing some shows in my kitchen okay. uh, at five eighteen Bordeaux. Uh, had a pretty big kitchen. It's probably I don't know fifteen by fifteen. Not much in it. So. Did you have a washer, dishwasher in that kitchen? I did not. No. no. Okay. So you I'll, had more do, room. You had more. Always room. do uh, my dishes by hand, even if I have a dishwasher. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really? This is a therapeutic exercise. It is. It is very zen. I find it very zen. Right on. I can see that. <laughs> what about your laundry? Do you do that by hand too? That I do not. Okay, no. so that's not zen to you. No, not at all. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's torture. That <laughs> is. So uh, you're you're putting on shows, or you're also uh, uh, music director, mm-hmm. also editor of the Zine, uh, the Vox, okay. at WTOL. Uh, Art Boonparn and myself are editors. Oh, so nice. Put that up. We were doing that like once a month. Also, that was for a few years in a row. That was quite the process. Um, You're a guy who's not afraid of work. I understand that. You, I guess so. I guess you, not. Because <laughs> you, you always have something going on, yeah. you know, and, and 
So so uh, flash us forward to when you when you when the mermaid opens and that that little scene starts happening, or am I missing anything in between? Um, so when the mermaid opened, I guess we were, we were given. Uh, giving away tickets for the mermaid, announcing their shows. I remember one of the very first shows I went to was Manor Astroman. Okay. With like maybe ten other people, fifteen uh-huh. other people. Yeah, it was great. Now, when Jeff Treffinger, one of the the owners of the mermaid, told me about the mermaid and mm-hmm. told me where it was, actually I didn't even know Jeff at this at this mm-hmm. when when that place opened up, even though. I went to high school with his wife. Uh, you know, I, I have a million connections mm-hmm. to him. We, somehow we'd never met. Yeah, wow. And the iguanas, we played the, the opening night at the Mermaid. Oh, wow. They told me where the place was going to be. And I thought, well, that's only a good location to dump a body, you know? <laughs> but uh, Yeah, at the end of a dead-end street, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Under who, the bridge. <laughs> who would ever go there is mm. what I thought. How are you ever going to get people to go to that club? Mm. But... Once again, I was wrong. Mm. Well, I was right about it is a good place to dump a body, <laughs> but also you could get people to go there, right. live people, mm. and it wound up becoming like a, a whole scene, man. It was it's a family, like, yeah. Well, and it's it's one of those eras where, you know, it takes, uh, I was thinking, you know, what ingredients do, does it take to make a scene? Mm. You know, you have to have a location, you have to have the, the right personalities, you know, the right time. Right. Mm-hmm. And... You know, that was a place that had so many different kind of scenes operating yeah. within it. You know, you, Art, you music. Were, right. But I mean, even like your thing with mm. Turducken Productions, you know, oh, yeah. you had indie versus, yeah, the local funk or whatever. Yeah. Well, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, you had all the stuff coming from, from out of town and, mm. and local bands that uh, wouldn't be playing anywhere else for mm. the most part. And, uh, you know, a, a place at the end of, of a street that, Nobody would ever bother you. Nobody cared what went on there. Right. You know, uh, no, there was never. Well, talk about that song, that era, that pretty era? on those shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess around '99 is when I started really putting on lots of shows and, I, and having uh, Turducken Productions. So first of all, the name Turducken came from I had a record label, Turducken Recordings, first, probably '94, '95, somewhere. St- there and then now where'd you get that name from i mean famously uh uh john madden loved the he was a right. fan <laughs> of the food turducken but uh i was brainstorming names for the record label i was saying something maybe filipino filipino related like adobo records adobo recordings uh but a friend suggested you know something more local like why not turducken so i uh, thought about that for a while and like you know what that is perfect okay yeah it's perfect um, all the layers. Yeah, all the different layers, different music that it could represent. Yeah. Amongst no, are they still around, Turducken? Productions? Yeah. Well, that's Anthony. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still around. I'm still around. You're still uh, promoting shows? I haven't put on a show in a while, but if something comes through that. You haven't closed to. down the yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. You're still involved yeah. in things that uh, you could you could reactivate. The, I did sign up uh, with this. Uh, we- um, Booking agency called Undertow. Okay, I think it's called Undertow. They do uh, the living room shows for several bigger name acts that uh, tour the country. Mm-hmm. So if uh, uh, someone's looking for a more intimate space than just at a bar or a club, man, I, I would do it at the the gallery, the studio. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, listening rooms. There, right. There's a mm-hmm. whole uh, circuit of, mm-hmm. of listening rooms all across the country, and there are certain artists that do almost nothing but, but yeah. play those, mm-hmm. those rooms. And it's very interesting. It's like an older crowd. I've played a number of them mm-hmm. myself. It's it's people that all want to be able to sit down, right? You know, it's uh, the they yeah, it's have, the AARP crowd. It, it is, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the icy hot crowd, sure, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, you know, they have time, they have money to spend. The kids are out of the house. It's uh, it's their golden years, you know. Right. Actually, my neighbor across the street, uh, she had she put on a couple of shows through this company, Eric Bachman uh, from Archers of Loaf, Lou Barlow from Sebado. Yeah, yeah. So, so and yeah. it's you know. Acts that are cool. It's not yeah. like Perry Como or anything, <laughs> right. you know. It's just uh, we're all none of us are getting any younger. Right. You know? mm. <laughs> hey, I love Perry Como. Man. Oh, I do too. I I'm, love I'd, Perry I'd, I'd, Como. Sure, sure, sure. Don't make fun of Perry. I'm Como, not. I'm just uh, well. Come on, man. You're the one who's talking about old people here. So yeah, well, yeah, we're them, all old. Them, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was crowd saying, is old. Well, well yeah. ARP, man. Right, right. Look at I got this A triple A sticker they sent me, man. <laughs> well, that's See triple that? A. That's yeah. not AARP. Well, no, I got it's the close. it's in here, the ARP stickers in oh, there okay. somewhere. You're, 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 I'm a member, man. But but not get, just just you not know, you AA. should join because you get a lot of discounts, man. I might do that, man. Yeah, actually, you should join They do send me yeah, they Send you mm-hmm. stuff because you're that of age. You're that age. I'm, man. A, I'm a month older than you. Yes. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the mermaid mm-hmm. there. So, y- you know, we had uh, so many acts coming from out of town. You know, I, I, and I was playing in the geraniums uh, mm-hmm. at the time, and and we were somewhat of a, a house weirdo band right. that mm-hmm. that would. Uh, you know, play on a lot of shows, and I was reading some of your material. You're talking about a a, 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 a Dirty Three with Warren Ellis show. Oh that, yeah, that uh, and I think the Geraniums opened that show. Oh, probably so. The one where he kicked open the door. Yes, yes. It's so hot inside. Yes. Yeah. Did they sing Connie's Girl? The Geraniums. Did they sing that? I'm not song? sure if we'd had that song at that oh. point, but uh, we certainly, uh, you know, once we had the song, it was, uh, yeah. it was one Connie's of Connie's Girl. Yeah, yeah, it's one of many. We had, Geraniums <laughs> had so many songs, but that's a favorite of Manny's. No, I never liked it. I just like saying Connie's Girl. Oh, okay, you just like to burn the mic. Yeah, right on. exactly. I got you. I got you. Speaking of Geraniums uh, mm-hmm. and Jeff Treffinger, uh collaborated with Jeff with a recording a live album. At, at the Mermaid over several shows. So, so me and my friend uh, Chris Kirsch, mm-hmm. who I do many other projects with, uh, we had an idea to do a live um, punk, surf, and garage uh, album mm-hmm. recorded live at the Mermaid. So over the course of about four months or so, uh, we put on some shows with uh, like the Royal Pendletons, uh, Famous Monsters, the Leopolds, uh, Persuaders, and Jeff recorded all this on in the little studio room right. in the back. Yeah, because uh, like an old school uh, kind of collective, you know, the 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 factory. We had uh, you know art space in there mm-hmm. that people could have shows. We had the the performance stage and the bar, and then they had a closet that had the recording where, <laughs> where the entire PA system got routed yeah, right. into there. Mm-hmm. And for any show, you could put tape in mm-hmm. and and do an eight track uh, or 16 track uh, live recording yeah. multi-track recording or or you know stereo so yeah that wound up being like 
when the mermaid wasn't operating which it for long periods of time it didn't run seven nights a week mm -hmm. it'd be like a four night a week three mm -hmm. night a week operation on those other nights we'd book sessions in there and we'd do recording yeah. recordings and and mix records that mm -hmm. had been recorded there so so and actually my band that was in back then girl distraction we did some recordings there so yeah. so many recordings yeah. were, were made there man it was uh it was uh, like I said, one of these really fertile times. So, all what came of that, all those recordings, was the NoFi CD. Ah, and um, this year would be the 25th anniversary of it. Nice. So I'm thinking about doing a vinyl version of it. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get that together. Okay, you got some money to you don't know don't, don't have the don't money have a, don't have a toilet to flush it down. <laughs> Maybe do this Kickstarter thing. Have people oh, okay. pay for it ahead of time. All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah get people to commit to buy that record right. uh, before you print them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a good idea. Because look, because everybody says they want vinyl till you have vinyl, and they're like, everybody's like, ah, I don't have a t I don't have a turntable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, what am I going to do with this perishable thing that's right. very fragile? I can't leave it. Can't get above 80 degrees in my car. It weighs right. a ton. <laughs> You know, they cost $30 a piece. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, don't get me started on that. The vinyl fetishists. Um, let's see. Where are we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about that time. Break Seems time. like a good break time. Yeah. All right. We always take a break. The Troubled Nation knows what to do. We'll be right back. Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yes. I am Renee Coleman. Yes, back, you are. Back with our guest, Mr. Anthony Del Rosario. Howdy, howdy. Uh, now, uh, to the uh, Troubled Nation, uh, we don't have any uh, names to, to drop this week. Don't have any people to thank, but, uh, you know, we're always hopeful. It's the new year. Uh, hope springs There's a eternal. lot of names to say fuck off to, though. I well, guarantee you that. Well, you know, there's a... The, we're, yeah. we're, we're trying to bring bring people to us, bring people together, and, and uh, uh, you know, to, to that end, we do have something everybody could agree on: supporting the Troubled Men podcast. And uh, we have the 
uh, PayPal and Venmo links there in the show notes of every show, as well as on the Facebook page. Uh, we have, uh, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, uh, what's the other one? Facebook. Uh, yes, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Uh, so what did they say? Subscribe, review, and rate. Give us five stars. Helps us a lot. Costs you nothing. Uh, also, shout out to our, our patrons the, yeah. on the Patreon page. Those are the people we can thank. Week in, week out, they're supporting the, our efforts here. And uh, we, we love you so much. Never forget you. Um, let's see. We also have the Trouble Men podcast uh, T-shirts as well. And the links are there in the, the show notes for that also. And I have a few dates coming up. Uh, the Iguanas, I'll be uh, on February 4th at the Broadside. The next day on February 5th, we have the Clash Day, International Clash Celebration there at Chickiwawa. The, uh, last year we did it, we played about 40 Clash songs with uh, maybe about 30 different artists, so we'll be reprising that. There you What's the date of that again? That's uh, February 5th. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before that, I'm actually uh, nominated for an Offbeat Award with Loose Cattle. I'm playing there at the, the, uh, the, uh, the Best of the Beat Awards there for uh, uh, Tipitina on January 24th. All right, enough of that. My Back birthday. Your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Coming right up. Okay. Is that Aquarius? It is. Yes. Okay. I don't know any of that yeah. except my brother's birthday is very, <laughs> very near then. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday in advance, Anthony. Uh, it's the, 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 the year of the, uh, the dragon. Oh, is it? Okay. Coming up. That's your year, I think. Or maybe you're just missing it, actually. Yeah, whatever last year was, I'm that. That's what you are. That's, yeah. that's my year. That's uh, the year of the rap. Because the Asian New Year... It's like it's late January, by... early February. Right, so right, it's, right. It's always after my birthday. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. I'm always the year of the rat. <laughs> sure. That makes For sense. For some reason. That checks I out. Don't know. <laughs> yes. The year of the rat. I don't sure. believe in any of that bullshit anymore. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's something fun. It's, uh, it's, an, it's, an, it's uh, entertainment you know, and amusement. But, uh, there's a lot of rat in Asian food, I think. Isn't there? A lot well, of rat. Well, they say in China, like if you, you you're in good shape if you have rats, because that means you have food. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I subscribe to that. Now, actually, Anthony, we're going to get back to our guest, Mr. Anthony Del Rosario here. And uh, I saw like you're you're involved in many art actions. That's a Memphis mm. thing. Like the Memphis people seem to be still operating off of like a late '60s uh, or maybe. <laughs> Late fifties, kind mm. of a beatnik uh, mindset. It but do the art and the music and everything. Yeah, well, and just like you know, uh, the the energy, mm. you know, the mm. the the activity. Like we can make something out of nothing. You know, mm. Like these art, these lo uh, cotton loft shows oh, that we yeah. used to put mm. on there. Hell on earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. on earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they st now nowadays they have Goner Fest. Right. You know, mm. they have Goner Records up there. Mm. Shout out to all those guys, Eric Goner, man. Yeah, you're right. Are, are you? Uh, uh, you know, involved with those people at all? I would think that you'd be. Uh, those are like simpatico. Acquaintances, yeah, friends yeah, yeah. some of them. Right. Um, never actually been to Goner Press, unbelievably. Neither have I. Yeah. I, I want to go. I should go. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I got <laughs> It always catches me by surprise. Right. You know, it's mm -hmm. like I just see it's on social media and it's yeah. already happening. It's right. too late for me. But no, I really want to go, and I, I want to have uh, Eric on the podcast. Um, 
anyway, so uh, I was talking about uh, all the, the activities. Oh, and one thing I saw is you, you at, at your, uh, your Nolanacular, mm-hmm. you had a, like some pop-ups uh, during this, this uh, past holiday season. You would, you'd oh, pop-up like, Christmas sales, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. With, you'd right on the sidewalk. Right, folks because Nolanacular, you have besides putting on shows, you're it's also a studio. You're producing your own artwork. Right, mm-hmm. you have a, a huge collection of of uh, liner cuts, liner cuts, uh, photographs, uh, t-shirts, stickers, magnets, buttons, and and you books. actually look. Check it out. So I'm hey, wearing the uh, one, of, one, of, one of your shirts. This, right. is, this is not an original. This is from the uh, the 10th anniversary. Right. The, mm-hmm. the end of it. I mm-hmm. think this is. And you, I saw that you actually still produce these. Um, I don't produce them. I just have some of them left over. Oh, these, okay. these are a few leftovers from the last reunion show, 2016. Yeah. Right. So so you, but I, I think we have one coming up, right? Uh, like, hopefully uh, so, yes. So this coming... December will be the 20th anniversary of the mermaid closing. Right. So I'll put it in Jeff's ear. Like, let's start thinking about this. Let's yes. get one. It has get to, a big, big one ha- together. We have to do it while while some of us who still remember this are still alive. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, you know, not all of us are. We lost uh, Carlo Nuzio, who's right. a, a big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Brendan. played a lot there. Brendan Gallagher, mm-hmm. uh, Damon Shea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, yeah. yeah. So I've also uh, dropped a, a little bug into uh, Brian Knighton's here that owns the broadside. Okay, so might you know that might be a good place to do it. That would be an yeah. excellent place yeah. to do it. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, man. Because uh, again, all those people are, are still around. I mean, or not all of them, but right. many of them are. They still mm-hmm. have this uh, you know this, this uh, impulse to create. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, getting back to to your pop up. It was uh, like a little survey you had, uh, and it was a challenge of, would you rather eat a bowl of termites or <laughs> be covered in roaches? <laughs> right. And I saw a little video of our mayor, LaToya Cantrell, uh, right. uh, weighing in on... So, yeah, that, that was at Bugfest. Oh, okay. Uh, I, s- I set up a table out there. That was, what uh, is Bugfest? So there's a city agency called the New Orleans Music Termite and Rodent Control Board. It's uh, an agency, you know, they take care of pests around town. Uh-huh. They spray for mosquitoes. They, you know, Did you kill say the roads. Music control. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> mosquito. Mosquito. <laughs> mosquito. Okay. Um, so they, uh, they put on Bugfest in October, and they've been doing it for a few years. They didn't do it over, you know, pandemic, COVID times. Um, they have lots of artists, they have lots of uh, interactive displays with bugs you can touch or look at under mm. microscopes they have like rodents there bug tattoos little bug races like you can act like a bug and be a ra- you know, racing that okay but yeah i set up this board to get people to, to answer would they rather yeah eat a bowl of termites or be covered in roaches right <laughs> or would you rather be a homophobe or have aids <laughs> That's a that's a, that's a different uh, a different fest. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a it's a different fest. It's a simple question. Well, well, maybe we'll get back to that. That's kind of more of an end of the show final question. Uh, okay. Huh? But uh, so but, yeah, the, the mayor was walking through uh-huh. Buckfest and she voted. Yeah. Now and I saw the uh, I didn't see how she voted, but I saw a picture of the the tally of the mm. overall voting, and I was very surprised because most people voted to eat a bowl of termites right. rather than be covered in roaches. Yeah. 
Well, I actually have been covered in rose. <laughs> and having uh, experienced that, I would say you're way better off than eating a bowl of termites. It's 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 not, it's not as, that bad. It's yeah. not as bad. Yeah. It, it, it's more of a mind trick you have to mm-hmm. do with yourself. You know, it's like once the I, once you get over the idea, it's really not that mm-hmm. bad. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, next year I have to think of a, a different question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I no, I like the question. Yeah. No, I, I, I just I was surprised by the outcome of that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so you're doing a lot of shows at the Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the mermaid what uh, eventually closed closed yeah two thousand four right so um, in two thousand four let's see I got engaged two thousand five I start a full time job at the public library the de- the main main okay. public library yes you're a, you're a library guy now yeah even. yeah that's well, that's where it, it all started help you get that Barbara Streisand <laughs> audio book sooner than you know well I, I think now now uh, our guest is employed by the uh, the, the Tulane uh, Howard Tilton Memorial Library oh, Tulane University yeah, Libraries I hate yeah. that place <laughs> Hate that place. Well, and I always are trying. So I work for the textbook department at right. Tulane, uh-huh. and you guys are always trying to fucking filter our books, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now, now we're going to like start buying textbooks. Yeah. And have them well, in the library. With that, and you keep asking me for uh, book lists, and I'm not going to give them to you because I work for Barnes and Noble. Right. Good luck with that, man. <laughs> Some some internecine squabbling here. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, you're not going to get that. (laughs) Okay, playing playing hardball. You could help him get the Barbara Streisand audio book. Oh no, I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm. I'm, How many more weeks you got to wait? I think only six. Six more weeks. (laughs) Fucking cheap motherfucker. Won't even buy it. He had to get a library card. This bit has is worth its weight in gold. (laughs) So I finished the uh, the Sly Stone book. Yeah, we've heard that already. Right, right. Yeah, so in the yeah. meantime, what you haven't heard is I, I thought, well, what other, uh, you know, of these these great You're doing the Slappy White audio book? Uh, not yet, not uh, yet. But Red I, Fox audio book? No, but I would love both of those. Yeah. I'm a big Red Fox fan. Yeah, but, uh, Buddy Hackett audio book? Okay, yeah, all that. I'm, I'm yeah, down with all that. But uh, this, this Russell. week... Nipsey Olivia Newton, John audiobook. Well, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm down with uh, Phil Newton Collins John. audiobook. Okay, now we're getting on on thin ice. Yeah. <laughs> no, th- this week I, I got the uh, the Lucinda Williams audiobook, oh, well, which no. is read by Lucinda Williams. Oh, wow. And she yeah. has the weirdest accent of anybody <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> yeah, she's fr- born in Lake Charles, mm. and you know, spent a lot of time in New Orleans. And I'm listening to her like, well, you don't sound like you're from either, either one of those places. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's a Lucinda accent, <laughs> but it's delicious, mm-hmm. and she's it's a great book. So, so yes, in my in and it's it, for free. That's what he wants. He wants it for free. Well, I mean, why uh, don't you just pay these people, man? I think the library already yeah. did, man. I'm, yeah. I'm paying taxes. <laughs> Look, if you would see my property tax bill, you would say I, I should I should get a few free audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our guest. <laughs> And actually, one of the last things that I did at the public library for Katrina was to order some uh, books on tape. Okay, so you're kind of an innovator of uh, of sorts. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Uh, So 2005, Mm -hmm. I started working at the public library. I believe it was on Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was my first day. Yeah, that was my first day of work. Um, So Katrina happened, move out of town for a bit, come back, depressed. 
start biking around, trying to get get out of the funk. Uh, my friend Chris Kirsch, he'd been in town a little bit longer. He's um, he had a scooter, a Vespa scooter. He's scooting around, taking pictures around town of signs, pull boy signs and whatnot. And I started joining in on that on bicycle though. So we'd go out on bicycles and start taking pictures just to get over things and see how the, the city is changing or might not change or just document what's going on. Right, because at that time we're thinking, oh, everything is going to change. Yeah. New Orleans, all the old stuff is going to go away. Right. Now, mm-hmm. uh, very surprising that to a great degree that did not happen. To a certain degree it did. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in, in terms of like New Orleans never really changes I mean, that's my experience right. as, a, mm-hmm. as a native. Yeah, it's know. always a shithole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. always be a shithole. And, 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 you know, it's two sides of a coin. It's shitty, it's great. It's, uh, you know, but uh, a lot of these, uh, like, corner stores, mm-hmm. these these neighborhood places, which... Corner bars, corner stores, yeah. I, I grew up next to a place where when I was, like, four years old, I could walk into the place and try to beg a slice of bologna <laughs> off, off the guy who owned the place, Billy Glazer. And he, you know, it was like, they had a, he was a butcher. It mm-hmm. was like a, you know, the size of a 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. but they sold everything yeah. there. It was like mm-hmm. a neighborhood, you know, corner store. Yeah. And they all knew me, you know, and, and New Orleans has a culture of those kind of things. And right. that's part of what you're... Yeah, so, so after Katrina's one thing started seeing like you know these were not coming back you know a lot of them were right. sitting empty so I started taking pictures documenting I started seeing different hand painted signs at them um, my friend Chris he took pictures of several pool boys so we compared pictures of pool boys started seeing similar things um, keep biking around town seeing more signs and finally found a, a sign that had a name associated with the the painter on there uh, and the name was Lester Carey and then I would go around to different places where I saw his signs and ask if they knew where he was mm-hmm. and finally on Good Friday 2008 I believe I went to a tire shop on Felicity and asked uh, an old man sitting out there in front of one of Lester's signs where Lester was and he said point across the street at Keller Market go check over there and lo and behold there he was with his um, um, basket um, his buggy, his grocery buggy, full mm-hmm. of paint and whatnot, and oh, ready and to he paint. Was begging, yeah. ready he was to paint some signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he was homeless at the time, so he had everything with him. But wow. he would, yeah, just walk around, paint different places. He was somewhat trained, but he's he still kept it pretty loose on his his uh, his style. Right, so that that uh, starred you on on this. Uh, uh, Mission of of documenting some of these typefaces, even yeah, like the, and like and trying to find other sign painters. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, through um, looking looking through my pictures, I saw another name on some of the signs said "By Pam," uh-huh. and I noticed that she had painted some uh, signs for the city, like uh, city property that was for sale. Uh, it was the very same style. So I started doing some research and found a name, Pam Collins, and. Kept going around different places where her signs were, and finally went to a corner store, asked the, the guy there, and he happened to have her business card. Wow. So there you go. There's another connection. So um, connected with her, introduced myself, and showed her all the photos I had of her stuff. Then a third painter, um, I'd seen his style, went to a, 
um, there was the, the Fret service station, which is now Val's Mexican restaurant. He'd done a sign out there and asked, like, do you know anything about this guy? And he's like, yeah, he lives over there. So went by his house, wasn't there. A couple days later, went by again, and there he was. So met another sign painter. And then, you know, just befriended them, helped them out, got them commission jobs. Um, Lester passed in 2017, early March 2017. And, like, within the next year or so, I ran into another friend that was into the sign painting and also did um, UX stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked me if uh, would, would be interested in helping out doing a, a, a computer typeface, a computer font using Lester's style. Right. And I just happened to have um, a notebook where I had Lester write out the, the alphabet for me, just you know, just in case something happened. And uh, luckily, I had him do that before he passed. And my friend Stephen, Stephen Acord, he turned into a typeface. So cool, man. And then that inspired me to do one for Miss Pam like a year later. And then I just just uh, recently did one for Tom. So I got all three local sign painters um, preserved into a computer typeface. Man. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, you're doing God's work, Anthony. <laughs> you always were. You know, I, I remember uh, pulling you aside and, mm-hmm. and talking about how, well, you know, the internet is, is exploding and, uh, you know, it's going to need content and that's one thing that you are producing and you looked at me like what are you talking about (laughs) now i was wrong because nobody ever wanted any of the content you were producing but i was i was right uh you know uh conceptually Mm, right and you were right conceptually because you just keep walking forward you're not thinking what do i have Mm. you're thinking what can i do right Mm mm-hmm and man, to preserve this uh, this New Orleans culture, uh, again, you're doing God's work. Man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, just doing it for the love of it. That's well, not trying to make a, a cl- fortune or anything. Clearly, well, yeah. that's good because because you're not, <laughs> not. You, you're not going to. <laughs> it's New Orleans, man. Right. Nobody makes money here. Right. <laughs> that's not the currency right. that we deal in. <laughs> So, in in fact, you you recently had a like a uh, of the the many different shows that mm-hmm. I, I love that you turn these over every month. That's a lot of work. Oh, I, it is. Yeah, I, I understand. I turn a show over every week, mm-hmm. so I understand what turning <laughs> over. So that's not just uh, taking it all in, writing about it, mm-hmm. uh, promoting it. That's figuring out who the next one is right. going to be. It's 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 a whole. It's a multi-layered right. Got to think about months. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about months in advance now. It's crazy. Yeah. The, so the December show was the uh, the typeface design exhibition, showing off these typefaces as well as um, some typefaces that uh, classmates. So I'm I'm in uh, the media and design program at Tulane through SOPA. Okay. You know, just just took a, the Typography 2 class over again and uh, had some classmates submit for this ex- exhibition. Nice. And um, also a, a student at Loyola found the Instagram post, so she submitted and um, also worked with another friend, and we created a typeface based on our friend who passed a couple years ago, Rob Rue. Um, he had burned several CDs for her, and handwritten like the titles on there, so with all the different CDs she had, we were, we had all the different letters. So created a typeface for a friend. And you have your own uh, turducken uh, typeface. Oh right? yes, that's right. T duck. T duck. 
based on uh, bicycle chains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, why bicycle chains? Because I uh, used to bike around in a lot. Okay. Lot. Uh, I don't bike as much now because I'm sitting in the gallery a lot more. It's very nervous. dangerous to ride a bike <laughs> in New Orleans. You know, I lost an uncle on a bike. And, oh, and Nobody in my family uh, endorses bicycles. Mm. I mean. We like them as an idea, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to be in a park, you know, ride around yeah. on a bike in Audubon Park or City Park, you know, but not in New Orleans. People don't know how to drive mm -hmm. here, you know, the, you can't be on a bicycle. <laughs> I still bike to work when I go. Uh, yeah. Be very careful, uh, yeah. Anthony. Look out. They're, <laughs> they're not looking for you. Believe me. Well, uh, so Anthony, what what else is on on the horizon? You you have you have a new show that just opened, right? Yes, ceramic show uh, with some friends. Actually, my supervisor at the library. She's one of the artists in the show. Um, Ina Cower is a ceramics teacher at Tulane. Also works at the Nuka Museum. Uh, she had two independent study students this past semester, both who worked at the library and Nuka Archives. So it's the three of them, a three-woman show. Nice. And it just opened this past Saturday. And we'll have a closing reception on Friday the 26th. Usually do last Saturdays, but since Crew de Vue's Saturday, we're going to do it the Friday before. Okay, we, yeah. we have to all accommodate Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, are you planning for your show after this when you don't have to tell us what it is? But I'm just uh, uh, wondering I'm, about I'm, your yeah, process. That's lined up. I'm actually doing the show. Um, um, dedicated to my parents who have both passed. Oh. Uh, it would be their 15th anniversary or 60th year together on Leap Day. Nice. They got married on February 29th, 1964. Oh, that's so cool. So it would have been their 60th year, 60th anniversary uh -huh. or 15th. Our address in Memphis was 1560. So it's going to be the 1560 show. Nice. And I'll have... Um, uh, some paintings my dad painted, some things he built for me, like different toys, uh, some dresses my mom uh, sewed for herself, like in the 60s, some clothes she sewed for me, like in the 80s and uh -huh. 90s. Yeah. Um, I'll do some lino cuts of them, dig out their wedding photos, um, and maybe the box of love letters. I don't think I'll open up and read them, but I'm I have. About to start crying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if touchy. I could do that. But <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I'll have the, the box of the love, you know, love letters. Right, or, right, right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Now, as I was preparing for this uh, podcast today, my wife comes out and says, oh, here's an, uh, uh, something I bought of Anthony's uh, <laughs> at, when she went to see the, uh, I think she went to the typeface show. She's, oh, okay, she's a graphic designer. <laughs> so uh, so she had a, one of your uh, uh, line of cuts of, mm. of, of like a New Orleans house. So, uh, right, corner store. Yes, corner yeah. store. <laughs> so, and I was looking at some of your your photographs today, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a lot of uh, decadence. It's a lot of New Orleans decay. Yes, uh, you seem to be obsessed with that, as we all decay. Are. Cat's claw. The beauty the of binds, decay. Yeah. You know, like that. Back to Robert Gordon. You know, the the beauty and the flaw. Yeah, there was um, some graffiti that I saw several years ago by Hugo Girl local street artist mm -hmm. um, they had done on a car it said comfort in decay and I just <laughs> love that yeah <laughs> you can just really relax into yeah. your decline right. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what I'm trying to do overall. My, uh, <laughs> my, my, my life plan. That's, that's, that's my plan for mm-hmm. the, the back nine here. So other things for the future? Mm-hmm. Um, with help of my friend Chris Kirsch once again, I just bought uh, a new huge press, etching press. Nice. Uh, 30 inches by 54 inches wide. Oh, baby. And it was, it was uh, it's unassembled. We had to go out to Gentilly to pick it up. But the, the rollers on it are incredibly heavy. One, just one <laughs> of the rollers was like 400 pounds. And, yeah. So the next step is to build a table for that and then reassemble everything and then start printing. Nice. Yeah. Back to Gutenberg, baby. That's right. <laughs> it all comes back to... <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Anthony... What a life you've led so far, and you're still so young. Uh, you know, Not that young. Uh, uh, well, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been a very just, fabulous just, guest. Just I young. have to go. <laughs> Good night. All right, so uh, as always, uh, in the Troubleman podcast, we like to say, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>